Hello and welcome to D2C Podcast. I'm Eric Dick. Today we're coming at you with a very special D2C minis episode with Lily Lou's Aroma's nine-year-old dynamo entrepreneur, Lily Harper, and her mom, Chloe, as well as the debut of my nine-year-old daughter, Iris, as co-host. Lily's entrepreneurial journey started when she struggled with bullying and traditional learning methods during the pandemic. Her parents turned to homeschooling with a focus on mental health and learning by doing. With a bit of her parents' help, Lily's love for candles without all the nasties that you might find in other products has turned into a bustling D2C business, a massive TikTok following, and a deep desire to keep learning and growing. This podcast touches on a bunch of areas we don't normally get to cover, like how to approach children and technology with platforms like TikTok and the debate between whether to shield children from the internet or give them the tools to thrive in this digital reality. You'll hear about how ADHD can be a superpower when it comes to growing a business, as well as how a child's limitless mind and powerful imagination can be a huge benefit in a D2C boardroom. Listen to this podcast and let's all see if we can help manifest Lily's dreams of building a massive warehouse to get all the candles out of her kitchen, getting some public speaking gigs under her belt, as well as getting into Holt Wren, which she called it, which I knew she was for real after she said that. Iris and I absolutely love this one. It got my wheels turning for some ideas that I could use to put her to work. I hope you enjoy the most heartwarming episode about child labor you'll ever hear. On with the show. We've had this conversation many a time where I will come up against something and I'm like, hey, we can't do this because, you know, X, X, and Y. And she's like, well, why not? It seems like kids don't take barriers. Parents get like stressed and overwhelmed by things. But I don't have that. I, I just push through it. I can do whatever I want. So if I want to contact a retailer, like a big, big retailer, then I just do it. We were in Indigo and then she was like, oh, I just really want to be an Indigo. And all of a sudden she's talking to like the sales assistant. Just, and I'm like, but she can't help you. She's just, and Lou's like, yeah. And then the woman's like, oh, well, let me connect you with such. And I'm like, oh, this is really weird. And like, <laughs> she just did it and it just happened. There's many things that I will stop myself from doing. And Lily's like, well, let's just try Like, what's the worst that's going to happen? I'm like, yeah, you're so right. I just got back from D2C Newsletter's C-Suite Mastermind in Las Vegas, and I gotta tell you that this room of 100 D2C and retail operators were just buzzing about Tapcart mobile shopping apps. A lot of the brands in the room are already using Tapcart, and the ones who weren't are thinking about it because a mobile app is going to improve your retention. It's also gonna allow you to diversify your distribution strategies, which has never been more important. And more than that, your customers are just going to love it. Mobile app users have proven to be bigger diehard fans of your brand. They've got higher conversion rates, revenue per session, and LTV compared to users that come to your web-based store. Just like fashion brand Princess Polly, who launched their app in 2019 using Tapcart and now consistently see 20 to 25% of their revenue coming from this channel, it's their second highest revenue channel after their online store. With Tapcart, it's incredibly easy to build, launch, and maintain your mobile apps. So to learn more, go right now to tapcart.com slash DTC. That's tapcart.com slash DTC. Tell them Eric sent you. Lily, Chloe, welcome to the D2C podcast. This is a very special episode. Really happy to have you both here. Lily, you reached out to us just a few weeks ago uh, over email, told us a little bit about your story, and we're just thrilled to have you here. Can you tell our audience your story? Um, okay. Hi, my name is Lily. Um, I was bullied at school, emotionally and physically. I was pushed down the stairs. I was throwing rocks at. Um, people tried to cut my hair and it just wasn't good. We tried, 
that they, it was just not nice, but we tried everything. We talked to the parents of the kids who were bullying me, and they said they can't control the kids, they can't do anything. And we talked to the teachers, and they just said they can't do anything either. Like, it, they put me to the back of everything. They put me on a single table, which felt very lonely and isolated. Um, but there always used to be a guard there. If there wasn't a guard there, then I knew I was just going to be picked on, and I knew I was going to get hurt. So I just... Yeah, I just thought it was a good idea for me to be homeschooled. Well, that's I'm so sorry you had that traumatic experience. I this is Iris. If everyone's listening, this is my daughter Iris. She's I just feel so grateful. She's been going to a school that's really a really accepting school and a really it's like a small classes type school. But it, I can imagine with kids sometimes how it like it can be like a snowball effect with kids too, right? When there's like some mean kids, and more more kids can kind of act add on. Sometimes it's sad that you had to experience that. Um, so, you know, you, you then move into a homeschooling situation, uh, which we all got to experience a little bit of during the pandemic, which varying results for, for different people. But how did you bridge from this, you know, bad experience into building a candle company? Um, since I was homeschooled, I always, I have ADHD, um, some traits of my dad. I always like to run around and be creative. Uh, I can't just look at a book and read because that's not me. I want to run around and do stuff. So I always thought like, I could channel through my creativity doing stuff so like creating labels like designing like scents but when I didn't when I was like starting can like wax melts I always wanted to make like eco-friendly ones because me and my mom do this ritual where we go upstairs light a candle and watch our favorite show friends so we just thought like the candles were toxic and yeah we noticed they were giving us yeah, headaches like headaches and everything so we wanted to make our own wax melts that were like non-toxic didn't have any like in bad ingredients in them so that's like how I wanted to do creative be creative and doing those type of stuff um but yeah it was also the pandemic at the same time and because yeah. we had noticed that Lily was struggling so much with sitting down at a book and kind of reading the information and understanding that information that I remember sitting on the sofa and like crying to my mum on the phone yeah. and uh, I was like I'm not a teacher I can't do this which I'm sure is like every parent in the world in that situation um and she was like look you know just go back to how it's supposed to be for kids learn through play and we had uh, probably like everybody a million amazon boxes at the time yeah. i think it was the only thing that we could really get during the pandemic yeah, we had like pretend money and my mom would be we like a, a customer store, yeah. my dad would be like a supplier um would give me like all of the supplies around the house so I and we were struggling with yeah. like money a lot of the math side with lily so all of a sudden it became like this game and then she was really into it i was like i want to do this every day <laughs> yeah so yeah. it was the two ideas kind of merged together at the same time time and and Lily Lou's Aromas was kind of born. <laughs> it's so interesting because I remember when when during the pandemic I think so many people were just trying to do what kids would get at school so the book learning and the things that kind of happen at school people tried to replicate that but you kind of went another way which is just sort of like real world education right and and you found you were a lot it, the, the concepts came a lot simpler when they were actually applied in something you were really interested in which makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I think so as well. I, for me as well, I kind of went back to what I knew for school. So it was like half an hour for math and then like half an hour or 45 minutes for English. And I was kind of trying to go through that process and it it wasn't, it didn't really fit. Like it was 
you know, her attention was elsewhere. And that was when we really started to grasp like, oh, this really doesn't work for her. And we were trying to, how do we flip it up and and, and make that change, right? And yeah. this is where we saw that she started to really thrive and do, and she would wake up, she'd be like, right, are we going to like get on with some things today? And I was like, oh, she's really enjoying this. So yeah. then that made it much easier for me to be able to teach. So what you mentioned wax melt, and I'm not familiar with, like, I'm not, I don't know a lot about candles. So what's the difference between a wax melt and a regular candle? Um, so wax melt is like flameless. It doesn't, you can get an like electric warmer. Uh, so if you're scared to leave like the house on like, leave in the candle, leave in the candle, um, on, on, like, on like warming, uh, it's okay because it like all automatically like turn off. Or if you have kids and things as yeah. well, that's kind of our go-to because yeah. I have a one-year-old as well. So it's warmed by a light bulb. So if they touch it, it's not like really, really hot. It's not going to burn them. Yeah. And then also if you have pets, so if you've got a cat and a cat looks to work, walk right next to the candle. I mean, it doesn't end very well, but <laughs> so you kind of go to the wax melt side of things. But yeah, then obviously candles are. Candles are, they're, they let on fire, but they're not toxic and don't give you any headaches. So yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure there's a lots of candles out there that are just made the cheapest way possible, which probably includes a lot of chemical fillers and things, right? <laughs> no. Yeah, they got the parabens and the yeah, parabens, not not the good stuff. Do I like candles, Iris? Yes. How do you know? Because you have like ten. I, I do have lots of candles around, and what did gra- Grandma was? I bet Grandma wished I would get a wax melt because she was. Yeah. Wor- worried she was it just had that little bit of anxiety with an open flame yeah. even if like I don't have a cat my it's you know my dog's safe I think everything's safe but every with an open flame you just have a little anxiety sometimes yeah just a little bit of stress definitely I think as yeah. well as like I, I know for us it's like did you leave the straightener on did I turn off the oven you're like did I blow out my candle yeah. <laughs> yeah. so I think with those like with the wax melts there's an automatic turn off it's just the light bulb and uh for yeah. us as well well when I was first going in with Lily I was like this is science like mixing and you know kind of like Harry Potter like we're going to be like mixing potions here so I was like this will be a great place to start with and obviously candles everybody loves in there you know just kind of like a staple anyway but the wax melts were um, a little bit different and kind of a little yeah. bit out there. So that was what we started there, I think. <laughs> yeah. Kind of an unlock too, a good niche too, that's just sort of a, probably emerging. It's an, a, a newer category that, that's great for people. So so you make some wax melts. How did you make your first sales? Um, my first sales, well, I, I created a website. Um, so I posted on social media for people to roll into my website. and It was kind of mainly like family and friends. And yeah, family we had... and friends. We, we started with family and friends because we wanted feedback before we sold with, to any any customers. Um, so we gave them feedback and they said, you're really good. Like, don't give you any headaches. So I was like, perfect. So we started, <laughs> I was like, let's create a website. And my mom was like, okay, but let's like. We clicked as many buttons and um, it seemed <laughs> to have disappeared. <laughs> uh, so we we made a website, posted on social media every day, and then customers started rolling into our website and um, bought from us and said like they're really good, like I really love them, and I was and I was so happy about that. <laughs> yeah, and then it kind of just spread the word, and then yeah. before we knew it, it was a it was. A, and we kind of wake up one day, and we were like, oh wait, hold on a second, this is like a. Like, we actually started a business. Like, yeah. how did this happen? <laughs> I, was like, I was like, accident? <laughs> That's so wild. And so you started getting traction. You, I think, you know, the video that I've seen, I've seen a bunch of your videos, but the one that I saw was you really telling your founder's story 
in a in a really nice way with some nice editing. And it's funny that's on the the podcast we that's the one of the number one things we talk about all the time for people that they don't do enough, which is really tell their personal story uh, about the product. And it it works so often on, on organically. It works on ads. Um, so what like when was your what was your first video that went viral? Well. Our first video that went viral was um, the... It's so funny as well, because this is a good question, because when Lee first posted her videos, it had like two or three views. Yeah. So like our idea of viral at the first time was like, oh my God, a video's got 2,000 views. It's gone viral. <laughs> like viral for us. Um, so I think it was kind of just like a slow traction from there. And then all of a sudden, the first yeah. one that really popped off, Lily spent about four hours editing her founder story, which was the one that got around about like 100,000 views in the beginning. Yeah. So we just, we got on from there. But we always thought like 200 like likes was like, oh my God, viral. <laughs> Did you really, you edited it yourself? This is, this is something that I'm all, I'm always interested in because talking, you know, I know on, there's some things that parents have to help with, right? There's the banking, there's probably some of the Shopify setup, there's all of that kind of stuff. But I'm curious, like what, what are the technological things that you've kind of taken on yourself? Video editing is pretty impressive. Well, I get snippets of like like content that I get and then I put them into the video and then like I put the text on there and then I do the voiceover. Um, so then it, if it doesn't align well, then I redo it. And then I, if that better, then I post it because then I know I give value and interest to people who are watching it. Super interesting. This is this is something Iris is going to be interested in. We talked about a little bit on the pre-show, but I feel like so many parents have uh, the feeling that they have to shield their children from technology in some ways. Or Iris just told me last night that she had a dream that I got her a phone. Yeah. And I've sort of said, you know, like, it's going to be a while since, since we get you a phone. But it's interesting to see you've gone a, a different approach where she's become really literate with this technology from an early age. And and maybe, and I think the goal with technology is that you use it and it doesn't use you. And it sounds like you're kind of putting Lily on that footing by giving her access to some of this technology. Yeah, I think one of the main things that we talk about is creating content, not consuming content. Yeah. Um, so we always say like, make sure you don't fall into the trap of kind of consuming it. Yeah, unless like it's something that's, hole. Yeah, like, because it's very easy to fall. And I think it's, I think that was something that we really wanted to lean in with Lily was, because um, sometimes, like, when I was younger, I used to, like... You get know, lost down lost. Like, Before you know it, you're, like, somewhere crazy and you don't want to do that. Yeah. So I think with us, it, we wanted to make sure that Lily had the ability to be able to see it firsthand. Like, there's comments that come through and, you know, there's always the good side of things and there's always the bad side of things. And I think when it came to me, I was like, if I shield her from this and then she goes to it later on in life, then she won't know how to manage it. Whereas if we're here for her right now and we can talk through everything that happens on a daily basis, if a video is viral, there's always great comments, but there's always not so great comments. And if she learns how to navigate it now at this age and we can kind of be there and support her and talk through everything, um, then I feel like that creates a better channel between the two of us as like parent and like mother and daughter. Um, and then also helps her to learn that she doesn't have to, you know, take those things on and obviously yeah. we're very heavy into mental health so I feel like trying to teach her those habits now saves me from all of a sudden her being because whether we like it or like it not the world is going that direction yeah. is technology we can't shield them from it forever so that was my approach and, and the way we went with it and we're very grateful that we went that way yeah. um but Lily also is who she is and, and she does work really really well with us and is she you know very open and truthful with us so it makes my job a lot easier as a parent as well <laughs> yeah if you had to give uh titles in your company Who's the CEO and who's the COO? Who's the, like, how, how would you, how do you break down how, how, who does what in the company? 
Okay, so I, I do like social media, I do content, I'm like a content creator, I do like packaging, I connect with people, like founders of big retailers, um, my mom does like doesn't sign stuff like she signs stuff for me um contracts and contracts, pays things, pays things um, <laughs> because i'm a real love child yeah. <laughs> um, um it's kind of weird because it is kind of ta- like sometimes like we just finished her bookkeeping for the year. Lily was a part of that because obviously from the math side of things. And I feel like that's something that kind of misses from schools like learning how to pay your taxes. <laughs> you know, like it's a great skill to have. Like you're going to need it when you're an adult. So like, why can't we implement that now into like your math learning? So she just finished all of her bookkeeping for like last year and all of those things. And then obviously now we keep up to date monthly anyways. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of weird. There isn't really like a direct rule. It just depends on what Lily is interested in in that moment if in that moment she's all in on math and understanding the bookkeeping side of it then we lean into it and that's what she does uh but if all of a sudden she's like i don't want to touch math and i want to be artsy and create labels and pour candles and do sciencey stuff then that's what she does that month so it's kind of just a case of me and her dad gauging exactly what she's feeling that month and how she wants to engage and then we pick up anything that's surplus and then support in whatever area she feels like she wants to work in that time and I, and I feel like on top of all, you're, you're also the visionary in a lot of ways, right? Like I think you were, you were saying in the pre-interview, just different ways that Lily thinks about obstacles and how, or, or does, thinks about them differently as a, as a young, as a nine-year-old than we do as, as adults, right? Can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah. I mean, we, we've had this conversation many a times where I will come up against something that maybe has happened to me previously. And I'm like, Hey, we can't do this because you know, X, X, and Y. And she's like, well, why not? I know, you know? I'm like, so basically, if something's really tough and like hard, and my mom's like, no, that's too hard, like, we can't do that, like, it's not gonna happen. I'm like, well, why? And and it seems like people, as me and kids, don't take barriers. So as parents get like stressed and overwhelmed by things, like, they have barriers, so, so like a wall in front of me. But I don't have that. I, I just push through it. I, I can do whatever I want when I want it. So if I, wanna, if I want to contact a retailer, like a big, big, big retailer, then I just do it. Because... Whereas for me as an yeah. adult, I'm like, oh, like, That'll never okay work. then. Like, or, yeah. Right, yeah. yeah. She said, like, we were in Indigo and then she was like, oh, I just really want to be in Indigo. And all of a sudden she's talking to like the sales assistant. Just, and I'm like, but she can't help you. She's just, and Lou's like, yeah. And then the woman's like, oh, well, let me connect you with such. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> this is really weird. And like, <laughs> she just did it and it just happened. And, and I was like, why would I discard that? just because I thought it couldn't and I didn't even explore it. So like, there's many things that I will stop myself from doing. And Lily's like, well, let's just try. Like, what's the worst that yeah. can happen? I'm like, yeah, you're so right. What is the worst that can happen? Yeah, like, so, what is going to happen? Like, is it going to do any harm to you? It's no. just like the worst they can say is no. And I'm like, oh, okay, then, yeah, I guess so. So yeah. sometimes it's many times it's Lily leading the adults around here. <laughs> so maybe I need to take, maybe I need to listen to Iris a little bit more carefully sometimes. Yeah, um. <laughs> I recommend it. <laughs> Yep. Very cool. So what about the product side? Who Who's the product? Like, do you, are you testing every product? Are you a mad chemist in the back room formulating the scents and aromas? How, well, how does the product <laughs> formulation work, Lily? Um, so my dad and me, uh, and my mom. Yeah, not so much though. I'm not trusted with, the, with the, the pouring. Whole, she just like spilled everything. <laughs> um, <laughs> so basically from the product line, we do, so my dad... He tests it, I test it, and we, like, so if testing is, like, we light it and then see what it does, and then we do it, and then we sell them because we just want to be 
careful in what we're, what we're doing. Yeah, and then I think uh, a lot of feedback as well, kind of, like, their processes, like, testing to make sure that the wick burns all the way to the edges and, like, you yeah. know, does it give off enough scent? Is like, the make cold sure it doesn't tunnel and everything. Yeah, so they kind of go through, like, the sciencey side of things and, and why things are that way. And her dad loves that side, again, with the ADHD. <laughs> That's kind of, like, their thing creatively. Um, so that works really well for the two of them. It's also nice as well because it gives... My husband also works full-time. Obviously, I'm a stay-at-home mum, but my husband works. So it's nice for them to have something together that they can come together on and like do and it's like their part so it's really funny because I'll be like sat you know doing whatever I'm doing with baby or whatever and you'll hear them too like laughing in the kitchen whilst they're making it's it's just like a really nice like moment for them to be together so yeah it kind of works really really well for us (laughs) what's your what's your favorite scent what's your favorite candle product Uh, is it hard like picking your children I have have my favorite (laughs) Uh, it's happy it's happy birthday and iridescent sun. Happy birthday smells just like birthday cake. Happy birthday is um it's a but buttercream frosting and yellow cake. And the iridescent sun is grapefruit, melon, and citrus. Yeah, that one's lovely. That sounds lovely. I was making the joke previously that you should come up with a Harry Potter line of ones that have like hideous smells and things like that. But you said you had an idea that was like you thought was a joke flavor, but actually might turn out to be a good one. Yeah, we were talking about the tomato leaf, weren't we? Because mm. we were like, oh, tomato. But then we were like, no, actually, it smells really good. <laughs> yeah. we were like, Maybe we should do it. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so yeah, I mean, it's still it's still there. Maybe we'll do it. We have to think of something crazy for April Fool's Day. It's my birthday as well, so you'll have to, like, gift it to me maybe. Oh, nice. <laughs> do you have any what, – what candles would you like to, to smell? Any ideas you have? Well, like, I don't know what – What's available. We haven't yeah. sco- scoped the site. We like rosemary. Yeah. I like rosemary a lot. I don't know if you use that. Yeah, I yes. do. Lots of rosemary. I like rosemary. I, I'm a lavender girl as well. I love lavender. Oh, yeah. Iris loves lavender too. So yeah. what's next for Lily's, uh, Lily's aromas? How – I was I asked you what your what your goals are. Like what, what, are, what are your big goals with the business, Lily? Big goals are like warehouse, like getting a warehouse so I can start like get my products in there as well as also getting more like – doing candles and also having more products uh so seeing what's coming yeah yeah. getting into the big retailers yeah big retailers and other stores so yeah that's kind of like the goal that's like the focus yeah Yeah. also public speaking as well public speaking as well i'm gonna try to get to as many events so uh like for public speaking so i can be a speaker which i'm really happy because i really like public speaking (laughs) And you, well, yes, well, we'll get, we're going to, we'll talk to you about that after we might have an opportunity. Um, but you've also started a, quite a community as well, right? Yeah. Like, like you probably had a lot of positive outreach from your TikTok profile. Yeah. Um, and I know you connected with uh, the Pluffle guys with Yuki. Uh, who I was just, uh, Iris is very excited because we're actually, he traded, uh, he's coming to our mastermind in exchange for some uh, Pluffles. The best. So we're very jealous. Pluffles, yeah, the four executives in, in the company are all getting Pluffles. I, we only get one. We're coming to your house. Yeah, you guys can come. Nah. And, yeah, you can we'll bring the candles. It'll be fine. <laughs> oh, I like it. Oh, dude, I am not I am not above bribery by, by any stretch of the imagination. Right? So. Me neither. I'll take it. So, it's fine. <laughs> so I just got a hex-clad frying pan today from uh, from someone who's coming on the podcast. So I just my whole house is going to be outfitted in podcast gear. That's perfect. But, you know, that's what you got to do is spread the dream. That's right. Yeah. I, I think about your your business and all the best founders I know have that 
um, real connection to the story of their business. And, and I, it must just warm your heart knowing that your products are out there providing, you know, like warmth and comfort and like the, as the Danish call it, Huga or Higa, that sort of sense of well being you get from nice candles in your space. Do you, do you think about that? I think we do. I think it's yeah. when we, when we kind of go, it's so hard because it's such a toss up between, um, kind of like our own journey with mental health like we love taking care of ourselves oh, yeah. like our self-care journey like it's it's such a yeah. it's such a it's big, big thing like big, big deal our, in this like, yeah in our journey yeah so then the product obviously being the candles is like it's like a little piece of like what we do and because Lily resonates with the with the kids side of things I resonate with the mums we get a lot of different messages so like even today I had a message from a mum who was like I know it sounds crazy but just like just a candle being in the house like you don't realize how happy it makes me and it's it and I know it is just you know a candle but it's not because it's a physical reminder every time you see it you're like oh I need to make sure I like wash my face today and take some time for me as a mum and it really is that physical reminder and then the same for for Lily within I know the younger generation tend to lean more towards the wax melts because open flames um but it's the same for them you know they they clean their room they tidy and through what Lily shares on social media and they're like they inspires them to take care of themselves and you know if they're struggling at school then that's like their little bit that they get to align with Lily and and I feel like that's that's really important to us. So yes, it yeah. might just be an aroma and it might just be a candle, but, but to everybody else within our community, it's so like much more. There's a reminder more. in there. So. Yeah, so much more. It's a guy. It is beautiful. I uh, you know I think self care is something that most adults are just in the last like five years starting to really focus on. And again. Uh, you're going to be ahead of the curve, Lily, I think, you know, when it comes to some technology things some business things, as well as self-care. I'm curious, from a nine-year-old's perspective, what does self-care look like for you? What are some of the things that you really do that more adults should be doing when it comes to self-care? When it comes to self-care, it's where you go into your bathroom and you light the candle and um, you just, you put on some products and you always, and you'll, well, yeah, I mean, for us, we do, like, yeah, skincare. Yeah, like, skincare, and we, like, wash our faces, and we we just, like, we get, like, reset. Um, we, we reset our bodies and everything, and then we go, to, like, we go to bed, and then we go to sleep, because then we do that next thing, and we do it after and after and after, because... I think for us as well, like, we've always made sleep, like, a, yeah. I know it sounds really crazy, but we've made sleep, like, a really big priority in the house, yeah. so, like, everybody going to bed, like, we've never had an issue with the, like, oh, I don't want to go to bed, or which I think it's because me and her dad always have, like, these really strong, like, if I don't get enough sleep, like, I'm super cranky the next day, <laughs> I don't know about anybody else, but I'm, I wake up, I don't feel good, like, the day doesn't feel right I need to have like the right amount of, of sleep and like the temperature needs to be good yeah. and I need to be relaxed before I go to bed I go down I go to bed at 7 p.m straight uh, I do my skincare and I read a book and a journal then I just wind down just wind yeah. down and then I go to sleep at nine my my family has the same routine yeah. as well my my baby sister goes to bed at 6 30 but it I know it's like it's it's tempting to stay up late and like play video games or like or do stuff but I think it's really good to take care of your sleep because I get cranky the next day as well <laughs> um, yeah, yeah and drink water and it's a marathon not a race it's a so you know you've got you're, you're gonna be doing this for decades and decades and decades more so the more you can kind of wow super interesting Iris I wanted to know I don't want to put you on the spot here but did you have any questions for the young entrepreneur <laughs> no, not right now. Think of them afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't. Well, she was mentioning to me one of her ideas, which was a a 
a sticker of the month club or like a sheet of stickers on the month. And did you say you had, you know, someone who's kind of building a business around stickers, Lily? Yeah. Yes. So one of Lily's friends, uh, a couple of their friends, just after seeing the and the things that she they were doing, uh, sorry, that Lily was doing, they wanted to start a sticker business. But it has kind of been, we have like within our group of friends, somebody has a soap business, somebody else who does dog collars. So I know it's very catching. So uh, sorry to the parents. If... Yeah, like, my friends, like, my friends are like, oh my God, I'm so inspired by you. I really want to start a business. So yeah, that's a sticker business. So yeah. Lily, Lily helps to kind of guide them um, on what they're doing and make sure yeah. that, you know, they're charging the right prices and it's you know, a price more than what they're buying their things for. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah it's kind of, it's a, it's fun. It's nice. It creates like a little community there of people who need help. And, and now she has a lot of them on social media. So yeah. it brings her a lot of joy. You mentioned ADHD earlier. And it's that's something that I, I know Iris has some friends, I think, that are kind of um, just kind of being diagnosed with that. or And I feel my brother and I were just talking today. We both feel it's probably something that's touched our lives in different ways without realizing it uh, when we hear uh, how, how it's described. Um, I've also heard it really, it can be a superpower. I've heard, I've heard quite often it, it can be perceived as a superpower. How is it a superpower for, for you, for your family? Um, for like my mom, uh, she doesn't have ADHD, but she has a superpower to like do anything. Um, yeah, but for you guys with ADHD, yeah, for me, I, I feel like it's a superpower. Yeah, my, I, my superpower is like, Focusing. Focusing. Like that we call it like the hyper focus. Yeah. Uh, which I'm pretty sure is like an ADHD thing. And it's it when you're doing something, it just means that you're that's what you're doing. Yeah. And then you there's like everything else falls just to the sides, like there's non existent. Like that's the thing that you're doing. I have like different ideas in my brain, so like Yeah. Whereas with me, I'll like try and spin like 15 different plates at the same time and not really get anywhere. <laughs> That's why I would say like, I do many things, but not excel at any of them. Well, I do with like, I work on that thing. And then when I'm done that, then I go to the next thing. When I'm done that, I go to the next thing. Yeah. I don't Which is like a superpower yeah. if I'm being I do, honest. <laughs> I, write, I write three things down and what I'm going to achieve um, for my goals. So I'm like, if I don't achieve that goal, then I keep on working onto it. Um, so I set a plan in place every day. That is true. She does. She writes down three things every day that she wants to get done. That's a huge part. And then nothing else. That's the only three things. That's so good. That's so that's that's so good for productivity. That's a big part of self care as well. Is actually verbalizing and making making your goals real by actually writing them down. I think that's something that more and more people should do, including myself. (laughs) Me too. But I think that was I think that was something that we noticed. And again, with the ADHD, my husband, if he doesn't write things down, it's gone and it's out of his head. And I think that was something that we noticed and we built that as a habit for Lily. So we were like, right, when you have these ideas come into your head, we write them down. And when we write them down, then we can keep on talking of them because it's I always say like it's really funny if I send my husband to the store for three things he'll come back with none of them Um, if I give him a list then he'll just come back with those three things so um this is the same with Lily that if she has a certain goal she wants to work through through the day making sure that those are the things that she hyper focuses on and tries not to get distracted by other things then she can use her ADHD as a superpower to be able to just focus on those things and everything else is not important yeah get through those three tasks and if you can't get through them then it's no big deal like it's not the end of the earth like Sometimes things come off, sometimes they don't, but at least she gave it 100% of what she could do and then we kind of move on. Yeah. You were mentioning just in the pre-talk there that you had a video that just went viral today. Uh, yeah. Can you describe that? Pro- like what, what happens when a video goes viral to you? What, what do you first, do you start, does your, does your Shopify just start, just start cha-chinging or what? How, how does that work? I mean, if my video goes viral, I get very excited and we celebrate. <laughs> yes, always celebrate. Um, always yeah. have to recognize something good is happening yeah. and, um, how do you celebrate well we celebrate with like well we have like uh <laughs> we make vegan cakes so yeah. they're like vegan and then 
we like tiny candle, tiny <laughs> candle, and then um we're like Horse. viral, <laughs> happy viral, <laughs> and um and we celebrate, and then we just like work, and then all we hear is like ching ching ching, and when I hear that ching, that means like orders are coming in, like people are purchased, and I when I hear that ching, I'm like. Oh, <laughs> and then we kind of go and then you just yeah. see notifications and then you, as fast as you're refreshing yeah. it's refilling straight back up again and yeah. Lily loves answering the comments she loves going through and she reads every single one out loud to us and then reads what she's responded and we sit with her and go through them um but it always kind of a little bit makes us sad when they go viral because we can't get back to everybody and all of the messages and all of people when they're ordering as well they leave like really nice stories like on yeah. like their orders and it's it makes us sad. We're like, we need to respond to everybody, but it's it's really really difficult. But it's yeah. also super amazing and feels so grateful to be able to be well, we even have the opportunity to be honest. It's amazing. Um, this platform, uh, this podcast, we use it as a manifestation platform. And you mentioned a couple things. So you want to get into big retail. So I I know a lot of different people listen to this podcast. So if you're listening out there to the DTC podcast and you've got a connection for Lily, get in touch with I guess Chloe. Or just reach out on TikTok. Uh, just leave a comment. Reach out to Lily, yeah. <laughs> but I guarantee there's a few uh, retail players or some people who know some retail players that could potentially help. So that's what I'm helping to manifest for you. Because so, I want you to get that. I want, first of all, are all these candles in your living room? You said you wanted to get a workshop. Are you just currently in your house right now? They're in our kitchen. So yeah, my kitchen, it. my lounge, my dining room. Yeah, my, my mom has like, <laughs> I have nowhere to cook. I have nowhere to even live anymore. It's so my garage put, like, there we have everywhere. To put everything like to the side. Yeah, Lily has like a maker station on the opposite side of our kitchen. And then when we if if we eat a sandwich, we're like, this is like fragrance oil. <laughs> I'm like, we have fragrance oil on the mind. So I was like, we need to, Lily, you got to move out. Luke, this is it. Gotta, <laughs> this is your warning. So I think for I'm not sure if we mentioned before to you, um, but Lily was actually supposed to launch. Uh, she was supposed to have um, my a featured in Nordstrom yeah. um, in Canada, but unfortunately, um, obviously. Nordstrom shut down in Canada and the contract can- was cancelled. Um, but Nordstrom is still the goal. But just America. Goal, just America. <laughs> um, but and we then, also have other retailers that we want to reach. Yeah, out like to. Indigo. There's Indigo, um, Barnes and Nobles, Hudson Bay, Hudson Bay, Holt Renfrew, and also Francesca's. Francesca's yeah, in the states as well. In so. the states. <laughs> I knew you were the real deal when we were talking previously and you said, I want to get into Holt Wren. And I'm like, oh, if you've got a short form for Holt Wren, <laughs> then I know you know what you're talking about. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's so cool. Uh, nice. Well, I, I can see it happening in your future. And right now, this all this growth is organic. You know, this podcast is started about advertising and media buying and all this nerdy stuff that we love to talk about. But you've been building this whole business just kind of on your organic social profiles, the power of your incredible founder's story. But I'm. But what are you? What do you think about ads? What do you think about the whole advertising game? Do you think you'll want to get into that in the future? Yeah, <laughs> I was just like yes. I think that was what we were kind of saying. Like, if this video has like the videos that she has for her founder story, we were literally talking about this in the last few days. We were saying if that has the ability to organically go that far and create what it has created, you know, even just in the last few days with with this with the recent one that's gone viral, what would the ability have if you then invested? you know, your money into it and then see how far it could go with with paid ads. Yeah. And I think it's definitely something that we're leaning into right now and trying to understand um, 
because we don't, I mean, we don't have oodles of kind of knowledge on that. Um, I know, as we mentioned before, um, so we're trying to figure out what exactly is, we've had plenty of videos that have gone viral and have converted nothing. We've had yeah. things you know, that have gone off and it's maybe a little bit of a story about Lily, but it's not really mentioned the candles. And we're like, oh, wait, hold on a second. So that doesn't work. So how do yeah. we change this up and make it work in different ways? We're like we need to give value to the people in the interest because if somebody, like if somebody, if we're like, holds this, the attention like, holds yeah. the attention of like our candles and how we got into our, like how i got into my business and how i got and like how i got bullied and um they align with it they so align much more. with it so much more and they just being so inspired yeah and, and, that's and i'm sure you're really. finding it's not just customers it's potential retail contacts yeah. it's podcasters who you email it's you know your story becomes your you know a really great asset right to be able to kind of yeah. make everything else grow faster in your business. So I think that as well, where you kind of touched on that, like a lot of people say like, Oh, you know, why, like why a business? Like why, why these things? And it's, it's so interesting because as a nine year old, you don't have any need to pay rent. You don't need any reason to make money. It's not. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of what that is for Lily is kind of just being able to build this community and be that support person that she didn't have when she was in school. Lily always says that when I was in school, I didn't have anybody I mean, apart from me, like, she was like, you were the only person I really looked up to or was inspired by. And um, I think what happens is, is now that she has this community of people who, you know, say, I mean, even yesterday, someone came on, they said, this is like my safe space. I know I can come on here and watch Lily. And like, my mum encourages me to come on here and watch your videos. And I think being able to inspire and be that person that Lily wishes that she'd had when she was in school uh, brings her a lot of joy. And then people are like, I stayed up like 10, like 10 p.m. just to watch you like live. Yeah, which is really nice. And then the same for my like for myself the mums who reach out to me and say hey I'm also suffering with you know postpartum depression or I'm really struggling with the kids and just watching your story and the things that you do with Lily now I've implemented that with my kids and my life has become a little bit easier and I just can't thank you enough and to me again it's not really kind of the business side of things but more just the personal connection and the same way that she connected with you you know she was like oh I just wanted to say thank you for everything that they do and it really inspires me and that building of community is I think just something that's really even more important than the business side of things, if that makes sense. Yeah. And it will be for the business side as well, right? As you meet more people like who would who will just go out of their way to help mentor you as well, I imagine, right? When it comes to growing your business, taking it to new levels. I'm sure there's lots of people who will reach out even from this just to help out. Yeah. I yeah. We, we do get that on a, on a daily basis. Lots of people who, who reach out to support and I mean, even Lily's retailers, like um, like the stores we're in, like the the smaller mom and pop store stores that are really so important to us. They're like really good friend of ours, yeah. friends of ours. Like they invite us to their events, and we hang out with them like their family, and we just look after each other. And it's yeah. it's just so much nicer to be able to do things that way. And I feel like that builds like a really good connection of people around Lily as she grows up, and to be have people around her who are building their businesses and these incredible women who are and doing it just amazing makes me things. So happy that I've inspired yeah. thousands of people to like make their business. And then equally, Lily has thousands of people who inspire her. So I feel like it's kind of just an all good round situation. Hopefully, fingers crossed. <laughs> Lily, you mentioned Friends as a, a show as a show that you love. Iris has seen a lot of great TV as well. But I'm curious, what else what what else do you like to do when you're not doing business? When you're not building your business, what are some of the best ways you like to relax, or what are some of your hobbies? Um, I like to do ice skating. I like to do gymnastics. I like to play like basketball or something. Lily plays the ukulele as well. I never know how to say that. Ukulele? Ukulele? Ukulele. 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 
my brother's, a, my brother's a music teacher and, and he plays like piano and guitar and, and he has a ukulele and um he bought you one for your he birthday bought me, bought me one for my um, ninth birthday so i was like oh <laughs> and then she learned how to play that which yeah. was really good and her dad plays golf he's a pro golfer so yeah. lily goes to play golf with I, her dad i go to the camps and play golf with my dad and everything and it's just so Lydia's just fun. a very I think with ADHD like she loves baking and crocheting we have sewing machines yeah this... my, my grandma she does crocheting so she's like yeah, this is how you do it and I'm like that yeah. and I'm yeah. like if I'm not doing like if I'm not building my business I'm like well, like grandma can I like crochet with you uh, don't worry I'm like a little bad crocheter <laughs> uh, but I'm getting it practice, practice 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 <laughs> But um, that is kind of the weird thing as yeah. well with what we call like the unschooling um, because we don't follow like a sit down at a book and read a book. We say that everything is a learning experience. So like yesterday we were out in the garden and it was raining and Lily was like, oh, like worms. And I was like, oh, do you know how long worms live? And then we just start talking about things. So it's there's not really a, a curriculum that you follow as per se, but but you lean into things that they're interested in. And if all of a sudden she says to me, why are the clouds fluffy today and they're not like stretched out? Well, then I go, okay, now she's interested. Let's go Google it. Let's figure out. Let's learn about it. Yeah, let's like, put a presentation together. So I'm like, why is there like a line cloud? Or it's like, why? Like, it's so many things. Of, like, so yeah, the hobbies kind of lean in with the school as well. So it's, it's kind of weird because we don't really see anything could, as schooling. I just wish we could like be taught this at school because yeah. this is really big. What, what about you, Iris? What are your favorite uh, pastimes, hobbies these days? Well, I do sewing, I drum, I love dancing, I love singing, I love swimming. Those are the big ones, yeah. Ah, I really like Swimming's that. a good one. Yeah. I like swimming. Yeah. I like swimming. I like this. <laughs> I've just been impressed with all the great things she's been able to create for all of our grocery bags and just like her short she was wearing yesterday. She's quite a seamstress. So maybe that's something you can also look into e-commercing potentially. Wow. Wow. You could create some create some custom Iris's clothes too. Yeah. Yeah. Fashion by Iris. Well, whenever you're ready, we'll be there. First customers. <laughs> this leads me to my last question. So if we were to give you fifty thousand dollars for the business. How this was just like this is just like this is the stock question. I, one of these days I'm going to be able to have it and offer it. <laughs> but but I'm just curious. Like if you were to get a cash infusion into the business, what would you would you think about running ads? How would you think about using that to grow your business? I think most importantly is build getting a warehouse. <laughs> yes, thank you most for thinking of me. <laughs> and uh, um, I think ads. <laughs> yeah, ads as well. As well as like um, Disneyland. Yeah, Disneyland. Disneyland. Um, that would probably be the first one before everything else. She's like, bye everyone, I'm off to Disneyland to get bye. some sunshine after being in Vancouver. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to get her out to. She's been to Disney World when she was very little, but we'll have to get her out to Disneyland. So. Yeah, I want to. I want to go to Disneyland because I was like five years old when I was like. Yeah, the last one. Well, we're from the UK, so we went to Paris, but we need to go to the one where at this side. It was very cold when we went. We went to Paris, and I think it was November. So it was a bit chilly. So we need to go into sunshine, please. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Great. Well, thank you so much for coming on the D2C podcast. Again, if you're out there, if you're a retailer, you've got retail connections, get in touch with Lily on TikTok. Um, also, yeah, well, let's stay in touch about potential speaking opportunities because we've got some fun stuff coming up in that regard. And otherwise, yeah, it's, well, next time I'm in Vancouver, I'll have to come over and tour your, your facilities because you'll have a work, you'll have a warehouse by then, I'm sure. Yes, yeah. we're just manifesting it now. So manifesting. <laughs> manifesting. Okay, cool. Thanks everyone. Thanks for and thank you, Iris, for being my co-host today. This was really nice. Yes. Killed it, Iris. 
Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. If you're not a subscriber to our newsletter, you can do that right now at directtoconsumeralloneword.co. I'm Eric Dick, and this has been the D2C Podcast. We'll see you next time.